it challenges me because now I have no excuse. Like before Senpai Ramen, all my snacks, it had to complement ramen and the price point had to be below ramen. Now, like, now I can do anything I want. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Last time we caught up with Case Kojima, we talked about how he learnt the art of Japanese cookery from his father and how Australia changed his culinary career. Now he's up to something a little bit different and it's garnering a lot of attention. Chase, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. It's great to get you back on the show. We uh, had a great catch up and delved into uh, your life previously. How are things at the moment? Better than ever. No, just kidding. It's, it's, hard, it's really, really a hard time actually right now for everyone, all my friends. And um, I think just anyone in business is, is just really, really hard right now, I think. You've, uh, you've got uh, the restaurants still firing and all the various different things that you, you do. But um, tell us a little bit about Senpai Concepts. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I first started a business called Simulation Senpai uh, during COVID um, just to like help out people who was hungry uh, because there was no restaurants and then all of our staff wasn't working. So, you know, that whole brand started. And then even after COVID, um, I I started, you know, um, how do I say, like just opening more restaurants, utilizing my best talents of a uh, team and, you know, I got a central kitchen and just kind of, you know, honestly trying to survive at, at that point in time. But now that um, I'm not, I'm not anywhere comfortable or anything, but um, I started to meet more, you know, amazing people, um, you know, I have, I have, I didn't have, partners before but now I have multiple partners and they specialize in you know they specialize on you know th- their profession like I have Howen he's like you know he- he's in the nightlife uh, uh, business like clubs but also he does bars and uh, Kualun Cafe that's like a Cantonese or oh, sorry uh, Hong Kong style uh, you know uh, food but and then you know he he, he his main uh, his main what like his like skill is marketing. And then I have another guy called Darren, and he's like architect designer. He does all my designs, logos, you know, creative side like that. And then you know I have a couple of silent partners too. But with, with these type of people, I became a lot more smarter. You know, like uh, like as an entrepreneur. And and then we decided that. We're gonna change the whole brand uh, or rebrand of Senpai, and at the moment we calling it Senpai Concepts by Chase Kojima. And basically, you know, until they told me, I didn't know what I was good at. I I I, I knew that you know I'm a chef. Uh, I knew that I like Japanese food. You know, I I I know that I'm a perfectionist. So then you know. My life sucks, and everything everything that I I do at work, like I I'm just like really really picky, and you know, I I 
I attack what I do by doing it a lot and, you know, just, just keep, just keep refining, keep refining. Like, I don't know why I'm just jumping into Peter Gilmore, but like, I remember he has a dish that's like tofu abalone. I never had, I never actually had it, I think, but, but he had that dish on the menu for over 10 years or whatever. And it just kept getting better, you know? And, and I love that. Like I, I think even in Tokyo right now, um, I have a dish called Thai Nori. Uh, I changed the name a couple of times, Thai ceviche, whatever. But it's it's a dish that I made with my dad over thirty years ago. You know, like like we we made it in San Francisco, California. Uh, we went to a Peruvian restaurant. I don't remember what it was called. I didn't even know what Peruvian food was at that time. It wasn't Nobu. <laughs> it was just some tiny little Peruvian restaurant. And then, you know, like we made a dish and then now it's better than ever. And, you know, like uh, I think I was like 11 or something like that at the time. So obviously I can cook a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, like my dad actually came. I flew him to Sydney uh, a couple of years ago um, and I had him try it and you know he's like oh, how the fuck you do that <laughs> it was pretty cool like he he, he literally was shocked at how i did the seaweed just like yeah dad like internet <laughs> no um but um yeah that's how i usually attack things and with simple concepts again like with the great team that i have they told me what i was good at and i didn't know until they told me and they said chase you're you're good with sushi, you're good with sauces, you're good with presentation. And why don't we do those type of food rather than just focusing on one type of Japanese cuisine? And at that time, it was just senpai ramen, you know? Like, I was trying to, you know, franchise, have a central kitchen, you know, um, how to mass produce or make it as efficient as possible because labor here is very expensive. And then that none of these things are honestly my specialty or I had any training. So self-taught, self-taught all the time, a lot of stress, financial stress. Like it was hard, you know? Um, do I enjoy it? No, I don't. Like I don't, I don't like sitting on a computer doing these type of uh, homework, you know? I thought I thought the sitting down was the issue, so I got a standing desk. It didn't help, you know. Like it, it's, 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 it has nothing to do with. Uh, it's just the computer, and 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 that's it. Like I just, I love computer. Like I, I have a computer degree, you know. Like I have a, I went to a computer college uh, in San Francisco, he Healed College. It was called. It's out of business, but like, like, I knew that I was good at you know, anything that I focused on, but um, I think what I enjoyed the most is making people happy. And I do that by making delicious food. And, and, and I didn't know that, you know, I, I didn't know why I was doing certain things. And when, when, when people talk about me, cause I'm a very humble person. Like I, I don't, I never talk up about myself. 
Uh, and Japanese in general, they're very humble and they tend to be seen as weak. And yeah, like, like every time, like first time I met David Chang, I looked like a pussy, you know, like, like I'm, I'm just trying to be humble. And he's like, why are you fucking bending down? And you know, like what's wrong with you? Right. And he's from New York. Like that's hardcore America. So he doesn't, you know, but like, like I, I knew my weakness and that was, I wasn't humble correctly. I was weak, humble. And now like, now I learned how to be confident, com humble. So then I don't have to be weak. And I think a lot of Japanese people don't know this still, you know? And, and now I'm 41 now. I still think I'm a kid and everything, but I, I know now how to speak to people. I know how to, I think I know how to speak to, you know, CEOs and other entrepreneurs uh, from all the, you know, the, the communicating that I'm doing now. And I think as chefs, we lack that a lot, you know, like we don't, it's hard for us to even go out to the table and say, hey, how was the food? You know, like we're all quite shy. We, we like to be comfortable in the kitchen. Um, but so, yeah, like I... <laughs> I went too long. <laughs> I want to. I want to get into sort of what you're doing with Senpai concepts in a sec. But t just take us back to Simulation Senpai for a sec, and which you created during COVID to, to help. But what sort of impact did creating that have on you personally? Okay, so I, I, I wanted to hit more audience by cooking, and for example, like. Like if I wanted to make food for a million people, I need to make, let's say if it's sushi, I need to make 1 million total sushi or I have to make 1 million Chase Kojima sushi. And that's possible, but still the reach, like like I can't have 1 million people come to my restaurant. So I just like, how can I do it? And then obviously, um, you know, internet and social media and um, YouTube and all this is the only way, you know? So I was building a brand called Simulation Simpa, and that's the, you know, the guy with the hat and sunglass. Um, and it's like animated. I drew it um, with the help of my friend, uh, Ruth. She's actually a dealer. Uh, now, now she's like more like a manager at the star, but, um, but like her hobby is like drawing. So like we just kind of drew. She's not a professional, so, you know, all my bad requests, she doesn't mind trying it out. But, but yeah, like I was building a brand and basically I wanted to teach young people on YouTube how to cook for your loved ones, you know? Like, like I just wanted to make a channel like that, like just, just some, something funny, you know, like, like how, like let's say you're, uh, you're a kid, 10 years old, you never cook for your girlfriend or your someone that you like. And then this channel will teach you how to get laid, you know, almost like that. Like, uh, just kidding. But like, you know, like, like, okay, like f easy food is like, let's make curry and let's, let's simulate your night, you know? So you get all these things pre, like pre-prepped and then you have your curry ready and you invite her over. And like, that's why that whole simulation and then senpai is like an older brother, you know, like an older brother, uh, like a senior who, who teaches you uh along the way so that that's the whole simulation senpai all started but when covid hit and this is this is before covid and then covid hit i'm just like 
oh, this is perfect timing to do this channel because people's at home watching, uh, I mean, not doing anything, but people here were hungry and people here didn't have jobs. So again, for me, like I had to help if I can. So, you know, like I just went to the fish market. I started making like sushis and stuff like that, Instagram. And then people started messaging me like, hey, can you sell it? Can you sell it? Can you make it for me? And then I just, you know, opened up a business. I just used this brand because I had it ready, ready to go. And then that's why it didn't make any sense. Like Simulation Senpai and it's a takeaway shop, you know? It, <laughs> it didn't make any sense, but I don't know. I just, it was just, I just thought, whatever, I'll just use it. It's a, such a long name, you know? And then, um, and then, yeah, like I, I had friends who had cafes. Actually, my ex, ex-head chef at Sokyo, Brian Logan, he, he opened up a cafe. He was struggling. Like, he said he's about to close because he's, like, he's not making money. And, and then I said, all right, can I use your cafe after you finish your service? Because cafe for him, it was, like, I think seven opens and then closes at, like, two or three. So I'll, I'll bump in around 3.30. And then uh, let me prep there, let me sell my food there, and I'll pay your rent. And then I'll do it like two days a week or something. I think the rent was like, uh, I shouldn't share it, but like, you know, let's say around $1,000 or a little bit more mark, you know, doesn't matter. I was like, I'll pay for everything. And then, yeah, people would rock up and we had like a massive queue, like it, like his, his cafe is on Ultimo, on this corner, and then... You know, he's like, holy shit, there's like a queue three blocks long from his cafe. And he's like, what the hell? And then it completely changed his business, you know, like because I made from there, like because my friend again, uh, Ruth, uh, who draws, I was like, hey, can you draw Brian? But make it into like a funny character or like Pokemon card. So then so then we made it into a Pokemon card and then I put this. Pokemon Brian card inside the each bag and say, bring this back to Brian's cafe and get 10% off or 5% off or whatever. And then people, people will come back for it, you know? And then, and then I started drawing like Sanosan's Omokase. Like, I'll be like, Hey, one in a hundred people will win a Sanosan Terminator card. And uh, if you find it, you get a free omakase. And I just started playing games like that, you know. And then, and then I started getting all these characters. And I just thought this was super fun because I was into games, you know, Magic the Gathering. I love strategy games. Right now, at this moment, I'm playing Pokemon with my kids because I'm trying to teach them critical thinking. But um, yeah, like just I just incorporated my hobby into my business because again I wasn't doing it to make money I was just trying to survive but helping people and that just makes me happy you know and and that's that's simulation simple right there <laughs> tell us a little bit about senpai concepts one of the things that is flying around social media at the moment is the the rice burgers that you have um, tell us a bit about the creation of that and you know what what it is yeah so I thought having one restaurant, there's no way I'm going to be able to retire. So uh, as much as it could be as big as Golden Century, you know, that's that's how many staff you need and everything like that. And, you know, the 
the government is not so supportive of, uh, you know, um, tax and labor and all this stuff, you know. So it's it's really hard. Like it's yeah, the odds against you, you know. So I thought, what am I good at? And I think, you know, and I love I love healthy food, even though I'm selling ramen. I love healthy food, um, but like I thought, sushi is probably the the best thing that I can probably make. And um, I wanted to try to open multiple sushi restaurants, but you need sushi chefs. And then telling you, like, I, I, I opened many restaurants for Nobu. Sushi chefs are the worst. They, they are fucking, they, they got problems, you know? Like, like I, I, I can say that because I'm a sushi chef, yeah? Like it's, like, it's like I can talk shit about California Road because I'm from California. Like, like there's drama, you know? I'm sure, like, them some shifts and like any anyone who's artisan, they got problems, you know. Like they 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 they, they work super hard. They're perfectionists and they're not gonna bend on things that they think that it's not right, you know. So so controlling these people is very very hard, and that's how I got my people skills, you know. Like like I was really good at what I did, but also like I was like 22 and trying to get this 50 year old sushi master to listen to me like i if you don't have people skills there's no way right and then and then um but i was like okay i'm there's no way i can be able to open multiple sushi restaurants because these people are just too hard to control so then i thought how can i how can i make more sushi restaurants and then i said why don't i just make it into a burger cuz then you don't need a sushi chef but it's like, like number one food in the world is probably burger because I don't know, like McDonald's made it. Uh, everyone needs burger. Like I thought, Australia, everyone needs burgers too. Like I thought, if I made it into a burger, probably I have a chance. So then I started working on the rice, and you know, from Tokyo, my creation of spicy tuna crispy rice. The idea came from LA. Katsuya, uh, I think he's the original creator many, many years ago. Even Nobu, Nobu's creative team, you know, has crispy rice on the menu. You go on TikTok, crispy rice is everywhere, you know, like it's, it's, it's viral, right? So then why don't I make my rice, I mean, sorry, why don't I make my bun with crispy rice? And I've been working on that. So, you know, my burger is basically a sushi burger, but it's crispy rice. And then I have all these options of gluten-free stuff to impossible meat where there's no meat in, at all. I can do, I can do, su I can do what? Like raw fish. I can do, I can do a normal burger, like beef. I can, the options are endless, right? And then, and then honestly, and this is like probably I'm gonna get crushed, but I think my my I think my my burger is better than a normal burger. Like, and I think a lot of my Asian I think a lot of Asian people is gonna back me up, but obviously the people who you know doesn't eat rice and who like bread more they're not gonna agree. But it's it's that good though, you know? It's it's actually that good and. My kids are super picky eaters. They're not going to become chefs because they hate everything. But my kids 
clearly loves burgers because you know they're American, but like they say, this is the best burger. And honestly, a lot of kids, kids meaning my friends' kids who had it, they said this is the best burger. And honestly, I worked really, really hard to 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 get it to this point, you know. And and honestly, rice is super different from bread. Like you can't put ketchup and uh, mustard and mayo or whatever, and 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 and, and you think it's gonna work? It's not gonna work. It tastes like shit. Like, have you tried rice with ketchup? Like, uh, like I mean, th- there is fried rices like that, but again, like. Like you can imagine dipping just normal rice or even sushi rice into ketchup and eating. It's gonna taste like it's just not right. So that's why my sauce has been, you know, thought through and and it's it it's um it's the sauce, but it's all it's all ratio at the end of the day. But like, and I think that's what I'm good at. Like I just you know, and this is just one senpai concept. I got a lot of other ones that I'm planning to roll out. You know, like steak, senpai steak, senpai desserts, senpai fry house. And fry house can be tempura, it can be fried chicken, it could be anything, right? Uh, I got senpai robata, which I can do charcoal cooking to yakitori or anything like this. So this is like kind of like my plan. And I want to do it as more like a pop-up inside my shops. So I rebrand my shop to senpai concepts by Chase Kojima. And then it's like... How Howen explained it to me is Howen thinks I'm a artist, like an amazing artist. So like let's say um Eminem or something, right? And then he hi- he he's my manager. The restaurant is like the album, and then all the different concepts, like the rice burger or whatever, is, is like singles. And then and then we're rolling out a bunch of singles, and then maybe one of these is gonna hit best new single. And then that's how we're gonna attract potential investors moving forward, you know? So like, so now the restaurant, the restaurant itself actually isn't focused on making money. It's more like a showroom for people to come to check us out, you know? So then now like, before I'm just like telling my head chef, like, hey, keep the labor costs tight, check your food costs. You know, it's so stressful. Like, it was so not fun. Like, I love my team, but I'm always been back up. And and they know they were going to get drilled because I'm the CEO and the finance guy and the CFO and the COO. And I'm just super stressed all the time. And obviously, that's why I get depression, right? But now I'm just like, let's fly. Like, what are you good at? Let's just, let's, you know, like, I think now that I'm a better CEO and entrepreneur, I can identify talent and what they're good at and put them in the locations in my company. And then, and then don't give them stuff that they're not good at. Cause like, you know, if you told me to write a, a contract, I'm going to, I'm going to kill myself. It's super hard and stressful. And, but no, that's lawyer's job. You know, like I'm a chef, I'm a creative chef. I'm a very creative, you know, business person. So I think it's it's just like I'm having fun every day, like just creating stuff, working on stuff, R&D, research and development. I have, you know, again, my central kitchen, but it's more like research and developing kitchen. And then after that, 
I'll try to outsource my my stuff um, after I create it, you know. So then I don't have to give boring job to my to my to my people. But this is quite a huge shift in approach and um, the way you're looking at your craft and what you want to get out of the industry. What what sort of positive impact does it add on on you? This sort of new shift. Well. I like to overpromise, and I think this is my American side. But, but um, like at the end of the day, like I have a lot of people that I want to thank, and you know, like I think I think everything changed after my dad passed away. My dad passed away uh, last December, so like six months ago, and you know, I was really working hard to try to see if I can. Get can get successful, so then I can finally, you know, give him something back, like let him retire or or whatever. But I ran out of time, you know, and then and my dad is very close person, and then later I find out from my brother, like he was actually financially struggling so much, and he was completely broke or something like that, and he never told me. He'll never let me send money you know um but like i was i was shocked like i didn't the last time i saw him was when he was in sydney and this was like i don't know maybe seven years ago or something you know we're 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 a weird family like that we don't we don't see each other much my dad made me strong by almost not being there for me but i always knew he's you know there if I do need the help but you know as all Kojima family was all stubborn and I guess we just don't ask for help you know you know but after that point I was like I was literally like fuck it like like I just let my dad die uh without without giving him anything you know and then I just I just totally started thinking like I gotta I gotta hurry up but like I'm going to enjoy the process every step of the way cuz I I wasn't enjoying it. I was like fuck, I got to I got to hurry up and get successful so I could look after my dad or my family or whatever, but I wasn't enjoying. It. I was just like rushing, 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 rushing. Now I'm just like I'm playing Super Mario and I'm just enjoying that process of saving Princess, you know? Like like I'm just I just shifted everything towards towards that, like towards happiness, towards giving it to the people who needs it. Like, look, like the other day I was walking Chatswood and I see this poor little old lady. She looked so sad. And then she just said, excuse me to me. And I was busy. I was in a meeting actually on the phone. I was just like, just walking past. And then I turned around and I just got really sad to just see her. And it was, I think slightly raining too. And then I just give her 50 bucks and it felt fucking great. Like, and then, and then I'm just like, okay, 50 bucks. I just threw it away. Uh, maybe I'll skip 10 coffees or maybe I'll skip, uh, uh, two lunches or, or whatever, you know, like my 50 bucks that I was going to spend it on myself for, oh, I remember now I bought an Apple, I iPhone Apple case right before I saw her for like $79, a pink one. And, did I need it? Yes, because my other case is super ripped up. 
but did it have to be a $79 Apple iPhone case? Yes, because the texture is really important or else I'm going to, I'm going to drop it, but it's $79. And, and, and I just thought, fuck, that's so expensive. That's so wasting money. But that $50 that I give her is going to make a massive impact rather than my $50 because I'm spending it on a stupid iPhone case, you know? I, I, and then I went back to my car. I drove out and I saw her smoking outside uh, Chatsworth Chase. And I was shocked. I was like, holy shit, my 50 bucks just went to her cigarettes. But... I think some people is going to be like, oh, see, you, you, you wasted that 50 bucks because she's just now going to go buy drugs and alcohol or whatever, right? But I'm just like, look, she's a fucking homeless, you know? You're, you're, you're bitching and moaning about your wine or your food or whatever. Let her smoke. Let her, if, if I give her a little bit of happiness, like, I'm, I'm happy, like, you know, like, yes, like, I don't smoke, so I don't do drugs, so, like, like, you know, like I, I, I saw that first, like, oh shit, like I give her, I give her money for her addiction or whatever. But at the same time, I'm just like, give her a break. She's been homeless for probably a long time. She's happy right at this moment. And I was able to give that to her, you know, like we, we all, we all, we all addicted to coffees and, you know, wines and like, you can't judge people like that. Like, look at yourself first. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really rely on coffee and and whiskey and you know like like i work a lot and that i i look forward for my coffee in the morning and my whiskey at night you know like i look forward for that uh and yeah well uh, senpai concepts is bringing some real exciting energy into the hospitality space um and changing your approach to it as well what what are you what are you loving about what you're doing with it well there's literally no rules right and then also it challenges me because now I have no excuse. Like before Senpai Ramen, all my snacks, it had to complement ramen and the price point had to be below ramen. Now like, now I can do anything I want. So honestly, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna come out with and that's pretty exciting. Also, you know, I have a massive team you know, overall, like, including Sokyo, Kiyomi, I have more stuff coming with the star. I just can't disclose yet. And then Senpai and then Senpai growing, you know, I, 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 I can clearly say, you know, I have like 300 plus people that I can speak to anytime, but like, like you're going to have a lot of talents in that and a lot of different, uh, people around the world. And then, you know, like I could, I could go, Hey, uh, you, um, you're from Korea. Let's make a Korean, uh, I don't know, burger, or let's make a Korean ramen. Oh, Korean ramen is a thing right now in New York. But like, you know, like just it's just endless stuff that we can do, and it's just fun. Like it's, it's like, I don't know, just 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 being creative, I guess, you know. And then right now, like, also why I'm so happy is because I, I learned about pickleball, and Australia doesn't know pickleball, but. It's the fastest growing sport in America. And it's the most active, actively played sport in America. Like, you know, like we have a lot of tennis courts in uh, Australia, but we have zero pickleball courts. And my goal right now is to share my love of pickleball to Sydney, but also it, it, it literally changed my life because 
I almost play every day. I lost so much fat. So I'm, I'm literally getting fit and you're, you're detoxing all the whiskey that you drink, you know, but, but like just exercising is very important because that, that really, you know, you know, triggers all the, the happy hormones from your body and your brain. So like exercise key, I hate exercise because it's boring. I don't know how Dan Hong does it, but pickleball, it's not exercise. It's like, you're just playing a game, but you sweat like crazy. Time goes by pretty fast, but also like, you can play with anybody. It's so easy to play. So that's why I was trying to build Senpai Chicken and Pickles. And uh, I didn't get approval yet for, for, for that yet, but I'm still going to somehow manipulate the situation to get there somehow. <laughs> well, Chase, as always, it's entertaining to catch up with you and uh, inspiring too, mate. Um, please keep in touch and look forward to seeing what happens with Senpai from now on. Thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you the third time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds Podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well. <laughs> <laughs>